to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK, the number to call. Uh, Michael Avenatti in the news again. Such a class act. Don't you love the guy? He's truly awesome. Uh, Richard Branson trying to beat Jeff Bezos into space. And, of course, uh, Joe Biden kind of takes credit for the Osama bin Laden thing. Uh, We'll get to all of that and a lot more in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Since the pandemic started, 20% of homeowners have refinanced their homes. 20%. Uh, It's a smart decision. Uh, If you did it, you probably saved yourself hundreds of dollars per month. Now, are you one of the 20%? Are you one of the remaining 80% who haven't gotten around to it yet? That's okay. uh, But what are you waiting for? Interest rates are still at very impressive lows, and you could end up saving a lot of cash. Here's what you should do. Give American Financing a call. You can do it today. They're going to go over your finances with you, see if uh, something like a refinance or a consolidation loan might help you out. And there's not any obligation. There's no upfront or hidden fees. Uh, Maybe best of all, there's no pressure. And that's because American Financing isn't working for the bank. They're working for you. It's pretty normal to think about things like pay raises rather than trimming costs. But you know what? It comes to the same thing. It's money in your pocket. So don't be one of the 80% that haven't refinanced or looked at this yet. Call American Financing today. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Net. Com. Org. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's back on Monday. 888-727-BECK. Michael Avenatti, where has he been for the last, gosh, what's it been? 15, 20 minutes since he was in the news? <laughs> Remember when he was everywhere all the time? Mm. Uh, those were days. To, those were good times. Mm. Really good times. Kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Was uh, a, a, suddenly the most famous man in America for a three to six month period. Right. And then things took a nasty turn. They sure did. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried to hold up Nike for $20 million or something. <laughs> I mean, who, uh, who among us uh, has not tried to hold up an uh, international corporation mm-hmm. for tens of millions of dollars? I think we've all done it. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Avenatti just got caught, and that's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I, I think is really fascinating about Avenatti is he comes in, he's... He just embraced immediately by the media. Well, yeah, because he hated Trump, Trump and he had things to say about Trump that weren't flattering. And so he was speaking truth to Trump. Yeah. And he was uh, essentially the, the equivalent of a Twitter feed, right? Like he came yeah. out, he was constantly like prepping that. little insults, you know, little mm-hmm. ways to phrase things that like the media loved because they, they were doing the work that, I mean, to be honest, they were doing the work that the journalists wanted to do. Yeah. The journalists don't yeah. want to act like journalists. They want to be able to yell and scream Twitter insults 
at the president uh, at that time over and over and over and over again. And sometimes they just do. And sometimes they do that. Yeah, but they, you know, they, but, they, they, they might get a little pushback here and uh-huh. there. Avenatti was just doing all the stuff they wanted to do. Accuse the president of all the things they thought he did without evidence. But man, did they love him. Here's just a little reminder of how much they loved him. He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare, Michael Avenatti. Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the country. Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think because people all like you <laughs> i'm the only person right here donald trump fears more than robert miller we think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down donald trump right. michael avenatti is a beast okay that's true and he's, he's that's a beast. fair he's a beast i hand it to her and i hand it to michael avenatti but he has a great, bigger calling here that being a lawyer yeah, is yeah. minimal compared to what he's doing compared no what he has talked tougher directly to donald trump on tv than michael avenatti wow. and donald trump is afraid to mention his name oh, that's yeah. fascinating donald trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. Now, he gives Trump a run for his money more than anybody else, Michael Avenatti. He's existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats uh-huh. could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot yeah. more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. <laughs> and is he really thinking yeah. about running for president? Uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender Ace. is because of your presence on cable news. You look right. at the field of Democrats right now and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide to value a fighter most, people would be foolish to underestimate Michael yeah. Avenatti. I have always said that they need a fighter. Look, I mean, we're going to continue to use the media. I think we've used it with great success. That's uh, it's great, and there's one amazing. more clip here at the end. Oh, they don't have the one at the end. <laughs> what was the one at the end? He says something to one host where he says something like, "You know, I'll say all my sexual fantasies go all go along with handcuffs." <laughs> they just add, here oh, it is. The, uh, yeah, all of my sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Uh, see, I told you. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. yes, clappity clap clap. <laughs> Wonderful. We're all into bondage. And, <laughs> and guess Good. what, Michael? You're going to be able to live out those fantasies now in the next two and wow. a half years. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be lots of fun. You're going to see how wonderful those fantasies really are. <laughs> how embarrassing is that it's for the so media? Embarrassing. Jeez. And they spend so much time being like, they Gosh. won't even mention Michael Avenatti's name. Now who's not mentioning his name? Trump has no problem mentioning his name now. <laughs> uh, what about all these other places that we're having him on as basically an exalted co-host? for months on end yeah and there was the rumblings that he was going to run in 2020 for president Mm -hmm. remember that and uh that kind of went away yeah sort of went away and remember too he was it wasn't just trump per se he was attacking he also had one of the fake accusers of kavanaugh under his uh umbrella Oh, he brought along yeah, one of those. Right. Everyone's like, wait a minute. None of these claims make any sense. And that was, I think, the beginning of the end because it was so easily sort of debunked. And I think there was a moment there where the media said, oh, wait a minute. He might just be making all the stuff up. And much of it he was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know that now. What's fascinating about this is he is such a terrible figure. Such an awful, awful, just 
I mean, he's the a creature of the system that is, you know, the lowest among us, right? It's like the worst that society can produce. Mike mm-hmm. is Mike Lavinati, and he's so bad. I mean, especially among conservatives, like he's going to prison because he defrauded and tried to extort Nike, the company that like promotes Colin Kaepernick. And gives him millions of dollars to do nothing except harass police officers. And conservatives are like, good job. Good job, Nike. You got him. Like we, He's actually lower on the scale than Nike, which is saying something. Yeah, Nike's pretty low in my book. <laughs> People low. don't like Nike that are at least conservatives. And do, it doesn't even have a problem, I think, now with the woman who brought him to prom- prominence because uh, he was her lawyer, Stormy Daniels. Yeah. And isn't she suing oh, no. him, too? Oh, no. I think she's suing him. He's that bad of a lawyer. He's that bad that even Stormy Daniels is, uh, is I think, uh, suing him for... I don't know what she says. What. She had a, a statement uh, uh, re- reacting to his sentencing today. And she said he was a man you wanted to trust and believe in. But the longer I knew him, I began witnessing his lies and dishonesty until mm. I realized I, too, became his victim. I am no. sure today he no. found a reckoning. Mm. Let's hope that leads to an honest realization that he must change his life again Let's michael avenatti is not only below nike but also uh this stripper porn star that was trying to uh, go after the president as well uh so uh, really a uh and i i actually don't know her work all that well so i i shouldn't say it. is she was she a porn star or just a stripper i can't remember does anyone remember this i don't remember either no i don't know sarah for some reason doesn't seem to have this knowledge why <laughs> sarah I'm, I'm just asking for a, a, a just a quick distinction porn yeah. star or stripper or both. Pretty sure porn star, but pretty sure. Okay, so she's sure. Yep, Sarah okay, confirmed. Too. There you go. Uh, you know, again, Sarah has uh, many bits of knowledge that we sometimes don't mm-hmm. fully explore. We don't tap we into. Yeah, you know, we yeah. don't. Not quite she's enough. She's a reservoir of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, and we need to in certain tap areas. Into it more. In certain areas, other uh-huh. areas not so much, but certain areas. <laughs> She really, she really nails it. So thank you. Sarah. Porn seems to be my area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's really a fascinating story because you know, if you think about it, really, like they did actually like churn up these checks that were paid from people like Michael Cohen and the Trump organization to you know, these two women, mm-hmm. and even though that happened, still <laughs> this guy is a complete disgrace. <laughs> He's like, I mean, yeah. this is an ultimate. This is a dream of the media at the time to 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 come up with this sort of storyline. They came up with it, and mm-hmm. still Michael Avenatti ends up in prison. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Really, is an amazing turn of events because we forget it happened so fast, and so many things happened to us. They made him. They, I mean, they were trying to elevate him to president of the United States. Right. They really were. Right. And he was just nothing but a total tool. Yeah. That's all he was. Look, blatantly obvious from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know, he immediately reminded me of when he came on the scene was Michael Cohen. Trump's former attorney who has now turned on him and is now doing basically the same thing that Avenatti was doing, going on cable news all the time and saying how, uh, you know, I've got all this information and nobody will listen to me. 
and Trump's really bad and he's going to prison soon. All the things Avenatti was doing, now Michael Cohen is doing. But like, you know, you look at Michael Cohen, you look at Michael Avenatti, you just immediately get the impression that not one 24-hour period has gone by where they didn't do something illegal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. again, I don't have any evidence on it, but uh, the, the state apparently did on both of them. Uh, so it's not worked out well for either. And that's that's a, that's a sad turn of events. Is it, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think not. him winding up in jail is kind of a happy. It's ended yeah. up in a happy place. Um, so because nobody seems to be more deserving than Michael Avenatti of just spending a little time in prison. So that'll be fun to see. Sometimes it's good for people to stop, sit back and think about what they've done. You know, you need it a timeout is. sometimes. And he needs uh-huh. a timeout uh-huh. in a bad way. And we should say it was very sad. He He cried. He did weep openly. As a man, he broke down and wept openly in court. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. You know, you could tell it's really gotten to him now after he's lost his money and his he fame. He did admit to wrongdoing, too. He said he got carried away with himself or, I don't know, no. something to that effect. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. You think Michael Avenatti mm-hmm. got well, I carried? I don't think so, but oh, he does. Okay, he does. Okay. He does now because <laughs> uh, he's got to show remorse so that maybe he can get parole sometime soon. Right. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, what a what a sad day for Michael when he when he wept as a man. He wept openly. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Also, I was fascinated by the fact that uh, France is now warning their citizens about travel to Spain and Portugal. They're kicking into gear the uh, COVID fears again. Because things are starting to calm down and governments are losing control of people, and so we've got to uh, we've got to regain control. France is telling its citizens they shouldn't be vacationing in Spain or Portugal. Um, in the latest sign that the rapid spread of the Delta variant of COVID nineteen could wreck Europe's summer, and here in the United States, they haven't scared us enough with the Delta variant yet. So they're starting to push the Lambda variant yeah i've been hearing a little bit about the lambda variant. lambda now mm-hmm. does do the vaccines cover the lambda i think it's too early to know what's going on with the lambda I, I don't think there's any reason to believe that any of these variants are doing anything to evade these uh these very uh vaccines in any meaningful way like the only one that seemed to really do it in any meaningful way was the south african one which i can't is gamma maybe I think in this new naming system, I can't remember. All Is it Gamma? That. I think it might be Gamma, but it's already kind of pretty much faded <clears> from <throat> view. Uh, the Delta one does like, you know, the, there is one study out of Israel that shows it's still pretty effective, but not as effective. 64 percent. Yeah, 64%. Yeah. Um, but every, for Pfizer, which they're claiming, mm-hmm. what, 94 percent? Yeah. I think every other study, though, has it mm-hmm. more in the mid 80s to high 80s. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, I don't know. Even with the variants. Yeah, they think they think one of the issues is that Israel is super aggressive with testing. So if you come in contact at all with anyone who had COVID, even if it wasn't like a, a long-term contact or anything, they test everybody. They mm. do the entire tree. And so they're catching a lot of asymptomatic cases and such. But the same thing is holding that is held with every other variant in all of these situations. You don't get is, as sick. You don't get as sick. You don't go to the hospital. You don't die. Which is a plus. Those yeah. are all pluses. Yeah. And Those almost, are all good things. In almost yeah. every single situation. Again, the number in the United States right now is 99.9, literally 99.9% of hospitalizations are people that are unvaccinated. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, again, take take what you want from that. Mm-hmm. 
but 99.9 doesn't mean you have to get vaccinated no and it doesn't mean the government should force you to do it no that's for sure it doesn't mean they should come to your door it doesn't mean jen saki should show up with a needle no uh and and inject you with anything right it just means that you know these things have been pretty effective and we've Mm -hmm. we've seen a way to be able to deal with it uh 99.9 percent you you might say how could they possibly perform better and the answer to that is they could be one-tenth of a percent better. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they could be 100% effective. They're only 99.9%. So deal, you know, that's just yeah. the thing. And it's like they keep hyping this stuff. You know, that right now, we, I mean, you're seeing what's going on with the Olympics, right, Pat? That they're having no fans. Uh, yeah, no, no fans. fans. The, the, yeah. I, heard what, I heard a journalist talking about what they have to do. They have to test <clears throat> every day for three days before they leave. Then they have to get tested at the airport. Mm-hmm. Then when they arrive, they have to get tested and go immediately from there to their hotel room in isolation for three full days. Then uh, they can't ever leave the Olympic bubble for any of the time that they're there. So it's all inside the bubble. And uh, I, I think that the athletes as well have, have, after the Olympic Games are over, have 48 hours to leave the country. Wow. I mean, they are loading this on, and Japan is not really... Ha- I mean, they've been able to avoid the worst of this from the beginning. I mean, they really haven't mm. had a terrible time with COVID, but they're worried about it now. And they, they said... I heard a report this morning. The, the overwhelming majority of Japanese citizens want them to cancel the games. Wow. Think about that. That's a totally different vibe than I think America. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, we, right. we would be like, wait a minute, you're doing what? Yeah. There, the overwhelming majority in polls show that they want it canceled. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Just a, a kind of an amazing feel, as you were saying, from Japan. Uh, that's, I mean, so much different than what we're experiencing here, where we kind of feel like, at least in Texas, it sort of feels like the pandemic's over. Mm-hmm. Right, we're kind of back to business as usual for the most part. Yeah, what's if you had to identify any differences from regular life to right now? The mm. only thing I could point to is that occasionally employees at businesses are wearing masks. Yeah, you know, occasionally you walk around and you yeah, see a regular citizen walking around with one as well, but it's mm-hmm. really, I would say, it's normally pretty rare. That and the other thing I've noticed. Chick-fil-A still isn't open to in-store dining. Yeah, you know, um, I can't believe that. A friend of mine has his daughters just turned i think 16 and get going to get her first job mm-hmm. went to get a job at chick-fil-a and i guess at one point they asked like you know how come we haven't opened up this dining room yet like i mean you know we're kind of aren't we past the worst of covid and they said it's not about covid it's not about like safety precautions they can't get enough employees to open up the restaurants that's what it's about that is yeah uh wow and so a lot of these places are i I told you about this this sports bar that's around us that's now closing at 9 p.m because they can only keep people there for one shift they don't have enough employees for two shifts so they can't keep because people are making too much money staying home and not taking these kinds of jobs that's at least part of it it i will say though in texas for example that's been canceled Oh, right. You know, that's not even active. Mm. And basically every red state has canceled that. So that was, I think, part of it. Mm. And I think you're seeing uh, employees return faster in red states than you are in blue states. But, you know, there's other there's other parts of this as well. I think until we get a guarantee to parents Mm -hmm. that their kids are going to be able to go back to school in a month. What are you going to do? Take a job and and you might have to then quit it. it. It's really hard, I think, for parents to figure out. 
And I think in states like, you know, Florida and Texas as maybe the two biggest examples, but with outspoken governors who are willing to say, look, these things are opening. You're not closing them. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. DeSantis has come out and said, you you cannot close a public school, basically. Um, and that is important to parents because they've got something to depend on. They've got a foundation to build the economy on. Right. Really tough for parents who both work. And then, you know, they've had to figure out what to do with the kids since they're at home the whole time. I, I don't know how people manage. It's been been a tough year or so. I've noticed that, yeah. Yeah, tough year. 727 <laughs> Beck. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. .org.com.org.net. Uh, welcome. It is uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn. Jeffy has joined us, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, I heard you were talking uh, about porn, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to stop not, by. We no. actually were. We were talking about whether or not Stormy Daniels has done it. Yeah. Has she done hey, well, that? I or? wanted to go and view her work <laughs> on, on a particular website. Thank you. And this company will not allow me to access that website. <laughs> no, they on their will not. Internet. No, they're this not going to let completely you. Completely unacceptable. <laughs> Here you are, just trying to do you. research for the show. Thank you. Right. I think you need to go complain to Glenn about that. Mm-hmm. I have to, already emailed. Need to log, log, lodge a complaint. This is completely there. unacceptable. <laughs> well, I, I believe we did land on that. She aber- apparently did do yeah. a Stormy Daniels today stripper tour. That's the, right. Af- post Trump accusations, Correct. but that is not what she's yeah. known for. She was known for her earlier work, and as um, a very well informed on this topic. Uh, a person here in this office just came in said she was actually on the uh, 40 year old virgin she was in the 40 year old virgin apparently that was the movie that he was uh, using to uh excite himself mm. right in the in oh, the steve yeah. steve carell, carell. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. now i'm not sure exactly why there was so much information bouncing around about that topic uh from this particular individual but we will leave that <laughs> but he had a ton to yes, he did, he he did actually went into well just gave, started listing yeah. off the entire I we had more information than Jeffy did. Yeah. <laughs> On Stormy Daniels, he, yeah, he most definitely yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently his his uh, internet access works. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, apparently so. <laughs> I would be stunned if you were the one that was blocked. Uh, that would be re- really weird. <laughs> and Jeffy. I see, you know, as, just as a side note, we talked a little bit uh, this morning uh, on Pat's show, which airs uh, immediately right before preceding this, this broadcast, yes. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington Post now uh, is quoting this show, saying that uh, the Biden administration should uh, turn the... Uh, they should turn to Trump. The vaccine. To get the vaccine kicked into gear. Really? Washington Post. Mm-hmm. So they, I just want to say Washington Post. And it was Post, after we talked about you. it. Yeah. When was that? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah, we're okay. here for you. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you need some more stories, call. Right, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, we could be. Maybe you could name us as a source. I suppose. In but fact, I won't do that. They said that they should acknowledge that it's the biggest medical breakthrough mm. in world history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. amazing. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Pretty amazing. And give him credit for it. That's what they said Biden should do, so that he can, you know, kick. The numbers into gear again, which, which I think it would. I think so too. But it inst- or they could just go door to door, or yeah. or that yeah. you could just right. send uh, Jen Psaki and Javier Becerra. Oh yeah, door to door to inject people individually, and that would also help. Uh, we have the Becerra clip. Right, let's let's listen listen to this from yesterday. This is. Crazy. I wonder if you can answer 
that criticism. It's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. What do you say? Brianna, uh, perhaps uh, we should point uh. out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is uh -huh. absolutely the government's oh my business. Oh. It is taxpayers' business uh, if we no. have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and, and helping oh reopen the economy. And so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper, Americans can freely associate. And knocking on a door has never been against the law. You don't have to answer, but we <laughs> We hope you do, because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help dis help dispel some of those rumors that you've heard and hopefully get you vaccinated. And you love that. It is his oh. business because they paid trillions of dollars yeah. that they went out and earned with their with their own sweat equity, with their own labor, with their own hands. Wait. They've been actually digging in dirt and and selling goods and services uh, at roads yeah at roadside stands uh they've been selling vegetables really? and fruits and yeah because i thought yeah. they just took it they, from us no 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 good golly no then that it wouldn't be their business if they got it from <laughs> us oh okay no this is from their own labor uh, i think there's a government farm and they sell all <laughs> the vegetables and the fruits that they grow there just along the side of the road yeah there. yeah, yeah. Uh, so roadside, you can get some really good corn on the cob uh, from the U.S. government. And <laughs> Maybe a then, little yellow squash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drive into town a little bit, and then you, you find their retail outlets for their clothing nice. uh, that they sell there. Yeah, it's been oh, interesting yeah. to mm -hmm. see the messaging on this because we were talking on News and Why It Matters uh, yesterday with Sarah Gonzalez, and she pointed out, I think correctly, that it was sort of assumed that after they said they were going to come door to door. The next step was, we didn't mean literally coming door to door. Like, we weren't really going to come door to door. We that is literally saying, what they meant, now however. That, <laughs> right. But Sarah's just like, yeah, no, let's, uh, yeah, door to door. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what we meant. And the they're, not giving you, they're not going to have the, they're not going to be at your front door vaccine ready. Right, they're just giving you information on why you should get yeah, vaccinated. And, right? and no, I think they won't. They have the vaccine. I with don't them? think so. I, the way the way I it sounded is they were just going to be in, informative. At least their new fallback position is it's just like, and they're saying it's not going to be government like employees, or they're saying it's going to be like your local pharmacist. Like your local pharmacist is going to take time out of their own day. They're going to come door to door and say, like, hey, Justin, do you have any questions about the vaccine? <laughs> no. You know, I, again, like I. Hi, I'm your local CVS pharmacist. Just want to know if you want some vaccine information. Yeah, and, and I got to say, like, in 1985, someone comes to my door. I'm opening up, asking them, like, what? what yeah, what can I help oh, yeah. you with? Hey, buddy, thanks. What, what can we talk about? What, what, what do you have? Oh, okay, that's I'm not really interested in that. Thank you, though. In 2021, I assume they're either a murderer mm -hmm. or they're trying to raise money for global warming. And by the way, I'd rather have the murderer. But <laughs> well, still, you get, you get mm -hmm. roofers. Oh, you do get all the roofers. And you get, oh, and you get uh, bug roofers. guys. You get anti-bug guys. Yes. And yeah. they don't want to leave. The anti-bug guys will say, you'll say, do you have bug service? And I'm, I work, you know, and my favorite of their sales pitch is, uh, well, you know, Jessica down the street. We, we, no, I don't know no, her. Uh, that's first every all, time. That's every exactly time, what that's, my roofer did to pitch. me. I just did Steve's. You know, Steve. Steve, over just around the corner. No, I don't. I don't know the guy you who lives Steve. right directly next to me or the <laughs> other person right directly next to me on the other side. And the bug guys have the implicit threat of carrying around poison with them. Like <laughs> yeah. there's a chance that if you say no, they're going to go to your ducks and right. inject 
<laughs> and you don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I've got it covered. No problem. Thanks for stopping by. Well, who's your who's your company? Who's doing it for you? Yeah. Who's doing, I know. Oh, I'm good. I'm just, I'm good. I'm just I got, I close the door and they're still talking. And, and look, that's I, a longer conversation than I have with them. <laughs> I'm like, oh. nope. Close the door. Oh, I, I just don't answer I most of that. the time. Most because of the time. first of all, we first of all, <laughs> we have a no solicitation law from my HOA. Okay. Oh, man. Can, that supersedes. can HOAs pass yes. laws? Yes, pass, they it can. supersedes yes. the Constitution. It does? That yes. particular law <laughs> really? supersedes the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Do not come to my door and solicit me. If I want to buy something, I'll go to you. Yeah. Okay, don't come to my house. That pisses me off. <laughs> that is really the way does. commerce should work. Yes. Door-to-door sales. I go to you if I want to buy something. They're long gone, right? Yeah. And, they, and it is this sort of, like... There has to be this, like, look, we just happen to be in the area, and we yeah, got these boards what, in the yeah. back. Do you guys need something? What do you guys need? Do you guys need your roof repaired? What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just going to have a flippant roof repair. Well, I was driving by. Yeah. I noticed some damage on your roof. I don't know if you've noticed that on your one corner. I can get up there and take a picture. Of <laughs> Wait, did you so, fly over my home? Yeah, I can you? see it from the road. Oh, you haven't okay. caught that. No problem. I just want to check it out for you. I, look, I know these things go on, and and, and uh, people people work hard. It's just not yes, the type of thing do. I want going on and, at my house. And if, if someone comes and tries to to pitch me a vaccine from the government like that, no that's not gonna work i don't want it even if you I don't need it if you think it's a great idea to get people vaccinated something like the idea of having president trump who's who's arguably the nation's yes. largest cheerleader for the vaccine by the way yep. have you seen have you heard the guy on interviews he said i mean he's, he's calling it a miracle routinely on interviews and, and frankly it is it, it is, is. Yes, yeah it is. I, mean, look, it is. I know there's disagreement on that from a lot of people but like it and is again, a miracle you don't have to take it yeah. you don't have to do it yeah. but it's a miracle it happened in less than a year it's never taken less than four yeah and remember until this is, now this is this is what the media was saying throughout the trump presidency to try to sink it right basically saying there's no way he will ever be able to pull this off there's no chance that they will mm-hmm. have a vaccine yeah. by the end but of the he year did. he's lying to try to win an election and they said it over and over yes. and over and over again and then it happened <laughs> and then so never... he should be proud of it yeah, yeah. he should he should and they talk all said about they weren't going to take it oh, oh and yeah. now and now we will yeah now it's now it's required and we're going to send people door to door the freaking vice president of the united states was on tv routinely saying she's because not donald it. trump was associated with it she wasn't going to take it right yes. and then now oh right. well, absolutely we're going to come to your door kamala might come to the door herself that was with their the biggest... needle for 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 conservatives, that was their biggest problem: getting them to take the vaccine because they badmouthed it all the way up until they came into office, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's the greatest thing, thing ever, ever, and we take credit for it. Oh. We're doing it. And we it need a hundred percent of you to have it right now. It's yeah. amazing the flip flopping that goes on with this crap. So bizarre, <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> bizarre. I mean, they're, they're, we're just we're filled with hypocrites, which is brings me to the mm-hmm. story of the sixteen-year-old. Uh, that uh, made had one point seven million dollars in revenue, and he made he profited a hundred and ten thousand dollars last year on revenues. Uh, he was reselling products that he bought, and then raised the price and sold it again on Facebook and Amazon. Good for him. And we're and he made okay. seven million dollars. He made one point seven million oh, okay. in revenue. One point seven profited a hundred and ten thousand. Okay, awesome. sixteen year old. Right, great awesome. story. Wasn't it too not too long ago where the Tennessee brothers who stockpiled yes, um, uh, bottles of hand sanitizer yes. that we were going to throw in jail? 17,000 bottles. Donated, they ended up donating half to uh, homeless They didn't shelters. donate anything. And the government the took it from took them. the rest. Took, yeah. it all, yeah. took them all. It took, it's just incredible. But 
I, less than a year later, I oh, it's great. This kid is doing the same thing, Unreal. selling goods and games on the internet. <laughs> My and making gosh. Money, and we love it. Well, I what a wonderful thing. Now that's I mean that gets you into, well, isn't that price gouging? Yeah, or is that capitalism? Yeah. Now I, of course, am fully in favor of both of these stories, uh, <laughs> uh, and I will say there are there's no such thing as price gouging. There are only prices. That that's what they are. They're <laughs> just know. prices. I know. There's no such thing as price gouging. You You're can't be gouged to. Wi- you can't be gouged in a tragedy. Willingly purchase something. <laughs> And uh, so price gouging is a I myth. I know that. But, you know, when, you, when, you, there's, a, when, there's, a, when there's a tragedy. Yes. Uh, if you're taking advantage of a hurricane, of for example, that, yes. where all the gas stations in the entire area are closed, but you're the only one open who has yes. gas and you're charging $15 a gallon, mm. uh, we're going to put you in jail for that. Yeah. And so what That's happens it's in a situation where you're not charging $15 a gallon? What you get is everyone goes to the gas station and puts the maximum amount of gas possible, even if they don't need it, mm-hmm. because they're worried it's going to be running out. So then the people who mm-hmm. really need it don't get it. That's that's the mm-hmm. opposite of price gouging. It means the people who really need products oftentimes don't be aren't able to get it. Well, that's get true it. anyway, mention, because the people who really need it aren't getting it because the rich people are n- getting it. That's not, it's not it's, the way it works. Usually what happens when it's overpriced is you only buy what you need yeah really yeah you don't overbuy in those situations (laughs) and you know what else happens because the prices are high you and gas is a little bit different here but people come in with an extra supply right Mm -hmm. you're able to bring in other people maybe from out of state like this always happens with bottled water and they're like oh gosh people are charging eight dollars for bottled water first of all every freaking baseball game i go to i'm paying eight dollars for bottled pricing uh yeah exactly but you know the people come in and then all of a sudden you know what bob from you know uh, an hour away says i've got four cases of water i'm just going to drive in there and sell them all for eight dollars a bottle make some cash and then all of a sudden there's more supply of the needed object. Huh. And so that then means the price that the price comes, comes down, down because I can get it over there for cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% pro oh. price gouging. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up in a second. The Glenn Beck Program. That's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. You can listen to my show immediately preceding this one live. If you want on Blaze Radio TV, that's uh, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central. Or anytime you want. Uh, on podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and uh, Stu show just as easily accessed yeah Stu does America on YouTube and on podcast as well as yes it's true I guess Jeffy's not available though no you can get right chewing the fat oh anywhere yeah I'm sorry you were you were saying about where do I get yours Mine's on YouTube and podcast, but also uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Available. No, that's not available anymore, Oh, you can is get it? that anywhere. Yeah. Oh, you can? I, I'm still, I, you know, oh, every okay. day, All right. know, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can is get it still free, though? Have you been able to keep the price that low? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't promise how long that's going to last. He's fighting for hard right for now, you, America. Fighting hard. Well, it's one of those things we were just talking about price gouging a little bit. And right. Jeffy's podcast is priced <laughs> at the exact value it provides. <laughs> but it's free. <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. anyway i'd just mm-hmm. like to take a moment also while i'm here to uh say hello to the reporters who survived the deadly capital riot and are still struggling <laughs> um, some won't even wow. go back into the building and several have sought therapy to yeah. deal with the trauma and yeah. many you imagine many aren't sleeping well oh so i just want to take a moment and- well how could you sleep after the horror uh, that was 
the insurrection on January 6th? How could you possibly ever sleep again after seeing it? I I don't understand how it's possible. I don't. don't. And plus, it's only been six months. Yeah. You know? Right. What are you going to do? It's going to take a lot longer than that. Oh, my gosh. It'd take a lifetime. It'd take a lifetime of therapy, and you still wouldn't be over that. Am I right? (laughs) You are. You're 100% right. Once you've seen the piles of dead bodies on January 6th, there's no coming back from that. You just can't come back. <laughs> I mean, a- now there's a thought that maybe the reporters could just, I don't know, not go back. But no, I mean, they're they're intrepid uh, reporters okay. and they're trying desperately to do the job that they've been paid to do. Though I will say, Jeffy, for you, you could just not come back. <laughs> That's something that you I mean, I'm already cons- here. You know, I know, but I'm already here. maybe leave and then you try out what you're recommending I'm for go them. Somewhere where I can get on an actual website, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh.